The concept of retirement in this country is broken. We work ourselves to death and we miss out on so many of life's precious experiences. And as a certified financial planner and CPA here in Nashville, Tennessee, I'm committed to helping free others from this antiquated mindset using my three bucket approach to managing money and to find creative ways to live now and retire while you work. Join me as we change the way we think about money and time. And which one of these is the true currency? Hello and welcome back to Retire While You Work. My name is Carson Odom and the topic of today's episode is going to be around children and things you can do to plan for them. Now personally, my daughter is now a little over two years old and my wife and I are expecting another little girl in March of 2021. For me, it has truly been one of the biggest joys I've been able to experience in my entire life being a parent and it's really coming full circle for me as I still have memories as a kid when my parents were raising me up and teaching me things and instilling in me these different lessons that little did I know then but they were going to apply to the rest of my life so now as I have a toddler in my house and she's beginning to talk and she's really beginning to understand a lot of stuff now, the whole circle of life is coming back as I'm remembering these lessons that were taught to me and I'm doing my best to instill in my daughter these same lessons that I was taught. So it's a, it's a new kind of joy that I've never been able to experience, but it's so good, it's so much fun, and I've, I have loved every single second of it. Now with Kids, especially if you're embarking on the journey of your first child, that brings a major shift in finances. And the few things that everybody expects and goes through are things like diapers and wipes and potentially childcare if both the parents work, toys and clothes and so many diapers and wipes. I think on average when my daughter was extremely young, so more like a newborn, I think we were using something like 10 diapers a day, if not more than that whenever she was a newborn. Now, she's older, she's pretty much potty trained, and I think we use a couple a day, so we got into a little bit of a routine, but for your first kid, my goodness, there's so many new things to get used to, and it's just a brand new part of life that you can only learn so much from books. You can only take so much advice from other people and you just have to do it. You have to dive in and raise the child to the best of your ability. But specifically when it comes to finances, yes, you can get used to the additional expenses like the hospital bills and the diapers, wipes and toys and clothing and et cetera. But there's bigger picture items that most certainly apply to having children. So for today, I'm going to go through two or three different areas that you can save and plan for your kids to help set them up for success and help better their future and get them off on the right foot financially. The first of these is a 529 plan. Now, in today's time, this is probably one of the most popular venues to save for college and higher education for children. Each 529 plan is state-sponsored which means that each state has their own 
529 plan due to certain tax benefits you get for contributing depending on where you live. So here in Tennessee, we don't have a state income tax. So you don't get a state tax deduction for contributing to a 529 plan. However, in other states where there are state income taxes, if you can contribute to your state's 529 plan, you can potentially get a tax deduction for that contribution. So it's definitely worth the research to know what state you should contribute to if there's going to be a tax benefit. Now, a 529 plan enables you to save for your child's or grandchild's higher education and reap benefits of tax-free distributions from that account if it's used for qualified higher education expenses, which most often things like tuition. So let's give an example. If you have a child um, a few days after they're born, you do get their social security number, you open up a 529 account. And let's just say you start off, you put a thousand dollar deposit in it, never touch it again. If it grows, let's just say to five grand over 20 years and they decide to pull it out and use it for school. There's a $4,000 gain that you experienced over those 20 years. Over the years, you never paid taxes on it. It was all unrealized. When you pull that entire $5,000 balance out, if you use it for their qualified expenses for their education, it's completely tax-free. They don't pay taxes on it. You don't pay taxes on it. So it's a huge benefit for parents to save for their children through a 529 plan if one of their main goals is helping their kids or grandkids pay for their education. Now, some might say, what if you oversave in a 529 account? Let's say you save too much money for your first kid and your second kid still wants to go to school. What you can do is, in most circumstances, you can change the beneficiary of that 529 account to another child, no harm, no foul. There's no tax penalties or anything with doing that. You can simply change a beneficiary and they can now use that account balance to help pay for their education. Now, if you don't have another beneficiary that you could change the account to, the worst that can happen is you can take all the money out and not use it for qualified education expenses. And what you would do is you would pay taxes on the capital gains plus a 10% penalty. So the taxes you would pay on an ordinary brokerage account anyway at capital gains tax rates. So the biggest thing is just that 10% penalty, which at the end of the day is not too big, especially if it's not on a very big account balance, but it is still important to remember. Now, second is what's called an UTMA account. This stands for Uniform Transfers to Minors Act, the law in which where this type of account came from. Now, an UTMA account is a standard brokerage account in the name of the child, but with the parent or other guardian as a custodian and the decision maker over the account. There's no special tax benefit with these accounts. It just allows a child to have a brokerage account and place savings here to invest in the stock market, just like a regular brokerage account. And the purpose of the account is infinite, just like a regular brokerage account. You could use it for whatever you want. There's no metrics or there's no standards to which what you can use that account for. It just always must be used for that child or the beneficiary of that UTMA account. So for example, for my daughter, we've thought of just any gifts that we get from family or friends that are given to our daughter for Christmas or a birthday or something. 
I take that and I deposit it into my daughter's Utma account just as a way of helping bless her with this account and money that family and friends gave her over time. And I have a little log that I keep of everybody that helps fund this account. So hopefully one day, whenever my daughter gets this account and uses it however she pleases, she has a record of here's all the individuals that helped make this account possible and helped save money for you. That's just personally what I'm doing, but of course you can use it however you want. The main consideration is just that anytime money goes in, it's irrevocable and it has to be used for your child or the beneficiary of that UTMA. And last is just a standard brokerage account. For some parents, you might not know if you want to open up an actual UTMA account or a 529 um, because you may not know if your child's going to end up pursuing higher education or you don't want to go ahead and irrevocably contribute to an UTMA knowing that it has to be used for the benefit of that child. So where else can you save? One of the easiest things you can do is just place it in an ordinary taxable brokerage account in your name or the parents or guardian's name and just simply bookmark it for your kid. That's This is more of a mental accounting strategy. I've seen many clients and friends open up new brokerage accounts and put money in them all for the purpose of being for that specific kid. It could be for a vehicle, college, down payment on a future home, or anything. Now, there's no tax benefit, so you're going to continuously pay taxes on the capital gains or dividends and interest that it comes from. So again, it's just purely for a mental accounting purpose. To this point, I've laid out three different areas of savings that you can do for a child or loved one. Those three are a 529 account, an UTMA, or just a standard brokerage account. And if there's anything I can encourage you to do is just choose one and go for it. Take the first step of doing something. Don't think too much into the weeds about what's going to be the best avenue. Take the first step and just start saving somewhere because the impact that you're likely going to make on the beneficiary of your gifts is going to last far past just your lifetime. Again, this is Carson Odom with David Adams Wealth Group, and thanks for listening to Retire While You Work. Thank you for listening today to Retire While You Work. I'm David Adams and hope you'll continue to listen as we discuss creative ways to manage your time and money. And now some friendly disclaimers to make my compliance department at Raymond James happy. Here we go. Any opinions are those of myself, David Adams, and not necessarily those of Raymond James. Expressions of opinion are as of this date and are subject to change without notice. The information contained in these podcasts do not purport to be a complete description of the securities markets or developments referred to in this material. The information has been obtained from sources considered to be reliable, but we do not guarantee that the foregoing material is accurate or complete. Every investor situation is unique, and you should consider your investment goals, risk tolerance, and time horizon before making any investment. Prior to making an investment decision, please consult with your financial advisor about your individual situation. Any hypothetical examples are for illustration purposes only. Actual investor results will vary. Raymond James does not provide legal or tax services. Please discuss these matters with the appropriate professional. (sighs) There you go.